This is the Financial Coconut Podcast, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Tuesday, you'll be joining me on my personal segment, First Dips, where I bring you through some of the latest, most interesting ideas in the personal finance space, hoping you inch closer to the life you love while managing your finances well. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, coconut. So if you didn't know, right, recently we very viral on TikTok. Lah. Woohoo! <laughs> Sometimes not for the best reasons, but either way, either way, um, I have definitely been spending a little bit more time on TikTok trying to, you know, figure out what's going on. And uh, if you receive a lot of random replies, you know, probably it's me. So all that jazz, you know, has made me stumble upon this idea called the soft life. And I was like, what is the soft life? Hashtag soft life. And a simple Google led me to this idea that was created by a Nigerian influencer as if I care who created this thing. How many of us even like read Confucianism or like how meritocracy as an idea came about, right? Like why would I go and trace the history and the accuracy of hashtag soft life? <laughs> But, but, soft life refers to lifestyle of comfort and relaxation with minimal challenges or stress. Yeah, and the question is, can you do that in Singapore? So I'm going to share with you a little bit of my thoughts. Welcome back. So good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. So today, we're going to talk about the soft life. And if is it possible in Singapore, right? I think that's, that's, the, that's the thing. That's a true question, right? But soft life, man. Like, wow, soft life. How many of you even know this term? But yeah, some people have uh, on the internet, lah, right? People on the internet take things down all sorts of paths, right? So the soft life has on some level became synonymous with this whole like feminism energy, you know, like 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 all the shenanigans. <laughs> it's the internet, right? What you expect, right? And then soft, right? So so feminine, right? Like ah, uh, whatever, right? So it, it doesn't matter where the internet takes it. It doesn't matter whether it's actually a Nigerian influencer that really came out with it. It doesn't matter i'm not gonna go on some like history discovery tour of like the origination of soft life no no if if i were to do any of those things i will go and dig deeper into the original of formation of singapore or you know those kind of things uh confucianism right which anchors our society i will spend more effort on that lah, right so don't quote me on how i define the soft life or whatever definition that i have decided to to take on you know for whatever reason it's out of convenience right it's the internet right once again i'm not gonna bother checking huh? and the internet is famous for hijacking things you know um co-opting ideas and all that right it is part and parcel of the internet it's not your first time right so it is what it is i'm just gonna rest on the definition that i have laid out in the opening of the podcast which is essentially when i did like a search of 
Google, like what does the soft life mean? And the soft life refers to, once again, a lifestyle of comfort and relaxation with minimal challenges or stress. And you know, when I read this line, what came into my head, the imagery in my head was that Japanese guy that went uh, quite viral on the news uh, maybe quite a few years ago. Um, he quit his high-paying job and go and work at the grocery everyday cycle over there and then, you know, like lay the goods down, you know, be very chill and and, and you know, cycle back home. And that was what it went into my head. That is the soft life. Right, fits the definition, right? What's the definition? A lifestyle of comfort and relaxation with minimal challenges or stress. That is in my head. <laughs> in my head, it is that guy, the guy that cycle over, you know, do grocery work, make some money to, you know, essentially kind of live off it, and then like, kampong, that's it, right? And yala, Japan. If for all of you that. You know, don't know about it. Japan pretty much quite stressed. Lah, huh? But uh, this imagery is very strong lah, because I think it is reflective of the societal situation that they have at this point in time. And I will not go there. But yeah, that, that is the that is on some level some people's way of saying, you know, I had enough. I'm going to do the soft life. Or I had enough. I'm going to like protest whatever life that is being told to me that, you know, you should live this life. But based upon that definition, right, if you think a little bit further, honestly, right, I find very hard for anybody to dispute that life, right? A lifestyle of comfort and relaxation with minimal challenges or stress. Isn't that what everyone wants? <laughs> everyone wants that. It is so hard to dispute based upon the colloquial understanding of those words. It is basic. And I believe that even hustlers, right, people that are hustling, trying to do a lot of stuff, which is probably, you know, some of you tuning in, high flyer, making good money, hustling, driving away, you know, over to CBD and listening to this podcast talking about the soft life, right? Like for, for many of you, your hustle is really just your pursuit of the soft life eventuality. Right? And, and the whole thing is encapsulated within fire also. Chiong now, soft life later. So so it, it is it is what it is, right? And and so so eventually it is about the soft life. It's just now or later. The only divergence between hustlers, people that are chonging and doing doing all that they can, trying to optimize every corner of their life, essentially is so that they can accumulate resources to have that soft life in their head down the road. Right, so either way, everybody wants a soft life, right? It's just uh, once again another internet term, lah. Okay, so that's the end of today's podcast. Well, okay, enough, ah, enough. <laughs> I'm like grilling this term until it shouldn't exist, right? But anyway, yeah, there are always new terms out there, lah, right? So, so, so that's why I want to focus a little bit on, you know, anchoring this idea on reality, right? Which is, can you soft life in Singapore, right? Is it even possible? Because, you know, you can have all these big ideas, you know, you feel like, oh my God, this is the way of life. All that, okay, great, good on you, whatever, right? And all of us need stories and ideas to live, right? It, it governs the way we decide things. It governs our objectives. It governs how we, you know, prioritize certain things. We all need these kind of narratives in our head. So whatever narrative we subscribe to, sometimes can be a bit airy-fairy and sometimes, especially on the internet, right? Right? Uh, especially when some Angmo tell you what to do or even the Chinese people tell you what to do right? and uh, all that jazz at the end you got to contextualize on like okay so can this idea be applied to my life or if I want to apply it to my life what is it going to look like right? so 
Essentially, today's episode, we're going to spend time to talk about it. Can you soft life in Singapore? And this brings me to point number one, and that is with lesser money, you are inevitably priced out of certain way of life, you know, quote unquote, or options, right? So, and, and I think this is a reality check, right? It is it is something that is inevitable. I remember recently having a conversation with Anthony, right? One of uh, our other hosts for TFC Market Updates, and also he is launching a program on our academy, so please check out our academy. I think we're going to teach people how to build an all-weather portfolio like on a personal level across different shades of life and uh, different market movements. How are you going to keep on, you know, making decent investment options and, you know, make, make good returns, right, in that sense. So check out on the academy, TFC Academy, right? Just go to thefinancialcoconut.com. All the details will be there, right? So I had a good chat with Anthony the other day and he was like, yeah, you know, actually I can, I can retire now, right? Everything is fine. You know, me and my wife, we we hustle through, you know, a decade plus of our lives. You know, we we try to make the best investment decisions. We we do all that we can. Right from the start, we know we are trying to like make money and optimize the whole shit out, right? So we reach a point where we can be like, okay, two of us, right? Let's let's and we can stop if we want. You know, but what has to go, right? Okay, maybe one week you know, instead of going like to like two afternoon teas or like two brunches, we can only do one, you know, or like uh, our kids, instead of putting putting our kids to like the Montessori, the, the best of the best, you know, STEM education or whatever. Okay, we maybe we cannot do as much, right? We cannot stack capital on top of our kids, right? <laughs> and that's a very real thing, right? A lot of parents, they, they stack a lot of capital on their kids, right? Just so that we can get get our kids, you know, a little bit of advantage, right? And it's it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon. We we don't need to discuss that today, right? And he asked his wife, like, so are you comfortable? Is that what you can? Is that what you are good with? And if, if we are good, we can do it now. Most of our life will be intact, right? But he and his wife came to a conclusion to say that, no, actually, you know, uh, let us see how much more we can go. Right. And I think that is a, a very important discussion, you know, whether is it with yourself, your spouse, your family. Um, the reality is if you choose to monetize yourself for for shorter, right, or lesser intensity, right? And and, and you and this is it's very easy to calculate one. It's not that difficult. You can factor a general monetization of your year, right? If you work one year, aga how much you are gonna make, right? So if one month you make 5k, one year you're gonna make 60k. Right. And if you choose to, you know, do part-time instead of full-time, you can calculate. Everything can calculate. Right. And if you are gonna decide that, okay, I'm going to be a bit softer, I'm gonna soft life earlier, I'm not gonna be so stressed for such a prolonged period. I have choose to plateau at my position, you know, for whatever decisions that you make, actually you can calculate the amount of money that you are not gonna be monetizing your time with. And I think that's perfectly okay, right? As long as you are clear. So yeah, if you choose to, you know, work shorter, right? Less, less, two, two decades shorter, you choose not to get a promotion, you choose not to go further, then all these things can be factored, right? There is a monetary value to it and you can call it opportunity cost, you can call it, you know, not over monetizing yourself, you know, and, and live the soft life. It's, it's well and good. Right. And and barring aside, okay, I think the soft life does take this whole discussion in a very light and fluffy and happy note, right? And to to be fair, I was one of the people that I couldn't function, right? It's not it's not a oh I'm gonna like soft life. No, it's like I, I couldn't function, right? I was so traumatized by my previous 
startups and um, the situations that I was that I had to leave, right? I had to definitely take things slow. I had to recalibrate. I have to come together again. And um, for all sorts of reasons, maybe your loved one move on and, and, and all that, right? And it's not as clear-cut anymore, right? When you're emotional and some of these things are, are much crazier, right? And maybe you have no choice, right? So so that is that. But I'm but but putting that aside because I think that will be a smaller bunch of people. For most people, if you're adopting the soft life, just be very clear, you're going to have less money and you will have to cut out on some of these things and you can actually factorize that into your calculation. It is not difficult, right? Just take your income, Minus the amount of years you're not going to go with and then, yeah, aga, you know. And to be clear, I don't think you need me to really educate you that, you know, oh, if you don't work as hard, then you make less money. <laughs> you don't need me to, to really do that for you. But I think it's about that consciousness, right, to be aware that, okay, if you're not going to monetize yourself for, for this amount of time, you're going to lose out on that capital. If you're going to lose out on that capital, what's going to happen to your life, right? And make that conscious decision to say that, okay, I am fine with that. Right or even give yourself some room to say that okay maybe I'm not that fine but I can try I can try a while and see how it goes right and and I think that is really you on a practical level searching for that life rather than you know be like a rebound or be like just bouncing around and 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 in that sense you're really just if you protest and just go on a soft life today you know or what people will call quiet quitting right or whatever word that you use. I think broadly speaking, it is it is just two sides of the same coin. And if you do that right off the bat today, just because you're very unhappy with your current life, then do you really live the life that you want? Or is it just a protest of the current life that you hate? Point number one, as much as it sounds really cheesy, it's really about being conscious that this is the reality. You can actually calculate you know, the potential loss of capital and are you comfortable? How is it going to change your life? How is it going to like limit or affect the pursuits and to be fair you know maybe to some people it's not limiting their pursuits because they have different set of pursuits it's not simply about the material wealth and the material way of life and so this brings me to point number two okay point number two is i actually think it is possible to soft life in singapore after you have given the hustle a good decade or so right and you hear me out you know after a word from our sponsor I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So when I tested my producer that uh, I want to talk a little bit about the soft life, she was like, I don't think it's possible in Singapore, eh? You know, and, and, and she was like, you really got nothing to say already, huh? <laughs> yeah, I really got nothing to say already. I have to find TikTok trends to talk about it. Right, but, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so... But I actually come from the view that I think it is possible. Maybe a decade is a bit hard. Like maybe two decades, right? If you chong your first two decades of your career, you plan it out, right? That means 
you have the luxury of going through the system in a decent you know capacity which most of you have right based on our surveys and our understanding of who is tuning in most of you have a decent footing in society you make median income and above you know and 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 you have done decently well you know in your early days of your life whether is it by your own effort your own success your own merit within the system or whether is it your parents having stacked up capital on you whatever reason you know that's a different discussion but you have done decently well in your early days of your like 20s. You went to the right schools. You got the right jobs. You entered the right careers. Two decades in, one decade in, you are actually at the crux of deciding what is next. By extension, that actually means that you are searching something different. You're looking for something different. And by extension also means that if you think about it, yeah, you know, you are more or less intact, right? You have already accumulated 300,000 in your bank account. And with a little bit of a working around, you engineer a little bit, do some financial planning in that sense. Um, you can, right? You can do the soft life or you can do the AKA barista fire depending on how you want to call it. Whatever it is, essentially it is about I have accumulated enough. I have 400,000 with me. I can, you know, kind of make some investments and live off it and uh, I can I can play around, right? And I think in Singapore, you can, right? On, on that front, if you do that. Especially if you are those kind of high earners, right? You make, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and above, right? Maybe ten and above these days consider high earners. Like everyone else consider mid high. Like. I think these days the median wage has moved up, right? Okay, so my examples need to change. But anyway, right? You make decent income. You accumulate that for a period of time. Even if you take a smaller role, you know, you you join something that is a bit more lax. You do something else that's a bit lighter on you. Uh. Yeah, you can still do very well. You can still make at you know median income or hovering around median income. And and to be fair, I think the government is trying to allow more people to do that with a lot more of this kind of flexi arrangement. You know, everywhere they go, they're trying to tell people or tell companies, oh, you must provide flexi arrangement, which I support, right? Because there's so many people that want to contribute and monetize themselves and contribute to society, you know, do do small little parts of their career, but in a in a more managed setting, right? Which is, is which is the soft life la, on some level, right? You you want to do it, but you don't want it to be at the high intensity of full-time crazy work. Right? So if you are high flyer in the early days, then okay, it's much easier. And even if you are median income, if you are below median income, I think still quite hard. Even if you are median income, which today I think is about 5.5, right? A year sixty thousand, you know, over a course of a decade or two, you can monetize yourself, you know, to the tune of half a million dollars, right? And you, if you very prudent, you don't go to like the atas gym, you do the fitness corner downstairs, you know, you <laughs> you don't like every weekend cafe hopping or you like cafe hopping in Johor or you know you you like you really tarik and scream and save right and you know, optimize your finances, you can. And I think that's a big part of what anchors the FIRE movement. So in Singapore, I think it is possible. And there are real-life examples. People like Daniel Tay, the Freegan. It's not that he's broke, you know. Guy look damn broke, right? <laughs> from from everything, the material face. You look at him, he looks damn broke. But you talk to him, right? You know, he has accumulated some money. He has managed it in a certain way. And then now he's just like very chill about it, right? And I have other friends, not just Daniel is a crazy guy, the freegan. Please check him out. Daniel Tay, the freegan. I think he came on Chills a few times. Go and listen to what he has to share. You know, his perspective. And I, But I honestly, I don't think most of you want to be like the freegan. It can be quite extreme, right? But I have other friends who are doing similar things, right? They, they have hustled for 
for a, a, a good time of a decade or two. I think even Chris, right, Honey Money SG, he's also, you know, I think changing a little bit into the soft life and all that stuff. I have other friends, you know, not influencers, you know, that they, they have done that, right? And they've decided that, okay, I'm just going to do a smaller role. I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to be the person that cycles to the grocery store and be a grocer. Maybe, maybe not absolutely in that case, but you get the idea. You don't need to work in CBD. You can work in the grocery store after you've accumulated. And I think in Singapore, it is possible still. But it is built on the caveat that you do all the right things. Uh, right? All the right things within the system. Right? <laughs> you go to the right schools, come up with the right job, get the right, get the right stuff, right? And you know, accumulate on your CPF, invest in the right way, you know, don't anyhow splurge, you know, you hustle for a decade or two. I Thing, you still can live the soft life in Singapore, right? But if you ask me, if you if you actually hustle for a good decade or two, why do you want to live the soft life in Singapore? You can go elsewhere, right? <laughs> that's a different story. And also, if within a decade you have a kid or two, uh, well, that's a different story also. But generally, I think, you know, uh, within the objective calculation and the numbers, uh, it can be done, right? Of course, we can be more specific when we are talking about individual cases, right? But the hustle is a given, Right, I, I think it's very hard. Right from the get-go, you want to have the soft life. Lah. It's very hard. And and this is my third point when it comes to the soft life in Singapore, right? And that is, are you comfortable being seen as inferior within society? And I know it sounds damn harsh, right? But this is a reality check. Um, as much as our society is slowly changing towards recalibrating what is considered success, you know, what is a good way of life, who are the people that we look up to, you know, um, and you look at the, the the stories that are put out there, even, you know, the people that hustle through like four kids, do night school, turn around, get promoted, you know, uh, and there's so many of these kind of stories that are being thrown around, they form a big part of the social narrative, you know, uh, white collar jobs, you know, make work in CBD, big tech, you know, big finance, which a lot of you are probably in. That's the thing, right? You legal, you know, medical, whatever. Some of you, most of you will be in this space one. Are you comfortable taking a different social identity? And by extension, on some level be seen as inferior because our country has not moved on from that, right? As much as you can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like quite cool. Oh, yeah, you you work 10 years, 20 years, you accumulate your money, then, you know, uh, you tell your kids, okay, relax, uh, we just do the system. We don't, we don't, uh, I will not overinvest in you. I will not choose to stack up capital on you. We will just give, we will just give a good shot at the system and we, we try to do what we can. And then uh, papa or mommy is just going to work at NTUC. You know, or it's just gonna like start a hawker store. Right? Hawker store, I know they try to make it sexy, but you know, let's be real. Is it okay? And if you're okay, I think great, go for it. But the reality is in Singapore, because of the limitations of the mirad of success definition, and also because we are one city only, lah, it's very hard at this point in time to not feel that social pressure when you're different. Right, like me, right? For a long time, I'm the hobo, right? People think I don't know what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> My family thinks I don't know what I'm doing. My extended family, you know, always give me a random pep talk, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe blah, 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 blah. rubbish. And now they look at me, it's like, what the hell did this person do? I was like, I never changed anything. The only thing I did was to monetize and productize and put myself out there, right? And that's it. 
right? I, I never suddenly changed the things I read. I never suddenly changed my learning attitude. You know, I got into the better mental state and I monetize. And as I move up the social ladder, I, I can vividly see people see me differently. Now they care about what I say. They think I'm smart. But a few years ago, they think I'm dumb, right? So, <laughs> and, and this kind of social pressure is very interesting one. It is apart the external narrative and reality and apart your internal lack of confidence that, you know what, if I'm different, and if I'm different in this sense, how will people look at me? Right? And I think that's the big part of how like, I respect Daniel for a lot of these things because he's very different in the way he lives his life. And I would argue that he is objectively living the soft life. The society really respect him or the society look at him as like, wow, like, that was okay, nah. quite weird, nah. good for him. And does it matter? To him, it doesn't matter. But to you, does it matter? Right, so I, I think that's the front that is important that you need to realize that if you choose to do the soft life in Singapore, you're not part of the hustle, you're not part of the push. At this point in time of the nation's narrative, you're going to be seen as inferior and are you okay with it? And if you're well and good, great. And if you're not, then why? Why are you not? But the interesting part is I think society is changing. So let's see where this goes, right? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So I'm going to sum up the three pointers that I have for all of you today about the soft life in Singapore. Where is it possible and what are the realities that you need to have, right? Number one is with lesser money, you inevitably want this one. There's no way out, right? You're priced out of a certain way of life and the options in Singapore. And you can actually objectively measure how much money you're going to lose, right? By not making it, right? So your opportunity cost. And then you ask yourself, is it okay? Is this lifestyle choice what I want? Am I, am I comfortable with that? And if you're great, good on you. You know, go for it. Number two is, you know, I think there is possibility in, you know, doing a soft life in Singapore. I would challenge my producer. I think it is. But given that you hit all the accurate things in front, right? You got a good hustle. You got to, you know, make good money. You you manage your money great right from the start and, and all that, right? So if you... And every listener of the Financial Coconut and you read up a lot of this kind of personal finance stuff, you know, you are on a good trajectory, right? In 10 years, 15 years, a decade or two, um, yeah, you are fine, right? And, and, and by then, there is a different set of discussions, right? But whether is it possible in Singapore? I think it is possible in Singapore. The numbers show me that it's possible, right? Especially if you do everything well, right? And, and, and we have some friends that, that, that are there to show that it is possible, right? And of course, the third point is are you ready to be seen as inferior within this society? Because I think this is the hardest, right? For a lot of you that are high flyers doing well, I think the other things are not that difficult because, you know, we can manage ourselves around and we can do all that things. But yeah, when you're no longer in power, when you're no longer interesting, you're when no longer the talk of the town, when you're no longer the person in authority position, are you okay or not? That is the real question. 
with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Everything is in the link below. So yeah, I hope, you know, at the end, you find the life that you like, whether it's soft or hard. Okay, take care. See you next week. Okay, so yeah, I think I think I share a little bit of my thoughts about the soft life. The reality is it's probably quite textured. You know, maybe certain facets of your life, certain time period you want to be a bit like more chong, certain time period you want to be a bit softer. It's okay, right? And I think that is a maybe a better way to look at things, you know, be a bit nimble. You know, it's like for me now, I think there's an opportunity at play, I double down, right? So I I be more chong. And then when I think that there's nothing else, uh, no no opportunity, it's a winter period, then I work like I'm winter period, lah, relax, lah, heal up, learn new things, you know, regroup. Um, yeah, but at the end, you got to realize there are some realities at play. And I think one underlying rela- reality is if you want to live the soft life, then highly unlikely you will be the lead dancer. Lah, right? You you will not be in front. right? And, and it's okay if you're okay. Right, so that's that. And next week, we're going to talk a little bit about passive income, right? It's still the talk of the town. People still want it, right? And I, I get it. I get it. I mean, we are launching a program about all-weather portfolio. Please sign up for the program, right? We are preparing. We're trying to get the best people to come and talk, right? So it's going to be quite fun. We are covering everything, right? Macro, growth, value, everything. And we're going to tie it all together into building a portfolio for you. You know, and, and I think that, that it's 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 super powerful, uh, very amazing, right? Sign up for our program, right? Uh yeah, that's probably why you come out to the financial coconut all the time. Anyway, you want to be able to do some of these things, right? So sign up. Uh enough, enough commercial, right? Uh, <laughs> but next week we're gonna talk a little bit about quote unquote passive income uh, that you can do instead of investing. Because I think that was one of the questions on our IG. Like, is there anything that I can do that is not investing that is still kind of passive? So yeah, I'm gonna share with you more next week and I'll see you next week.